0: You're on the bottom line.
1: Okay. Do you want yours on? Yeah, too? do
0: mine the same. Oh, okay. See, oh, there we are. Whoa, yeah. See? Cool. We're live in o- the escape pod.
1: Escaping from life. Enemies. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going to go. <laughs> life is a good answer. I like that.
0: It's the truth, <laughs> it's the escape pod of truth.
1: <laughs> it brings out all the, the hidden truths within yeah. us. Oh, man. So what's up, Jim?
0: Not too much, Megan. How are you?
1: I'm doing well.
0: Episode 35. Here we are. Yeah. Nerd can't novice. can't believe it's only been one week since episode 34. I know.
1: Nerd novice is on a roll. Can I tell you that right now? Yeah. It Preach is on it. a roll.
0: Preach it. We yes. are working
1: it. Mm-hmm. Riding the waves. We are. Dominating the nerds. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I'm liking it. I think our our direction is... is Heading in the proper way. Yeah, I I'm like. feeling this yeah.
0: this theme month. I like it too. Little motif that yeah. we're that we're developing.
1: Yeah, me too. Ditto. So our our theme this month. What is it?
0: Indiana Jones. <laughs>
2: yeah. That was good. Excellent. Okay, we're done. All right. Um,
1: so, okay, let me just start off the discussion today, because we're, we're talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark today. Right. Which, I don't know who in this world would not count it as one of their favorite childhood movies.
0: Anyone Maybe not childhood, who didn't see it fine. in their childhood.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Favorite movies. Right. I, it has to be on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. And let me ask you this question. Who, in their right mind, would not want to be an archaeologist after seeing this movie?
0: Let me tell you. (laughs) Okay? Okay. Okay. Let me tell you about that. Okay. Because I was a mere lad when these movies came out in theaters. And I don't recall which movie it was after. It might have been after Raiders, but more likely maybe after Temple of Doom. Actually, Mm -hmm. it would have been either Raiders or Temple of Doom because Last Crusade wasn't until 89. Mm-hmm. I wanted to become an archaeologist. I mean, Seriously. Who didn't? Yeah. To the point where I went to the... My mom took me to the library mm-hmm. and I signed out a intro to archaeology book. Yeah. And I got it home and I opened it up and I was like, what the F? <laughs> Because it was throwing down, like, all of this math and science about how to plot out... It
1: wasn't a kid's uh, ...dig version.
0: sites and stuff. No, it was, like, a straight-up, like, college-level... Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks for intimidating me out of following yeah. my dreams.
0: <laughs> so that lasted all of uh, another five minutes yeah. after that.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I mean, my sister started collecting rocks. It probably had to do with this movie. You know, I, we used to dig around in the sandbox, brushing things off and being like, Oh, it's a stick but it's actually a bone from a dinosaur. And you know, I mean, who didn't who didn't want to? And also like whoever even cared about archaeology until this movie. That's Right. I mean, no one really yeah. cared about it. That's true. Except for people who were already doing it and they were just nerds. Yep. And then new nerds joined Maybe the
0: flock. Indiana Jones is the original nerd.
1: Maybe. I don't know about that. Yeah. But he is the original science nerd.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah
0: this, this movie was hugely influential oh, yeah. on my upbringing, um, second or third, only to Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. But it's, mean, right, it's right it's up right there. It's
1: right there. Yeah, it's definitely there. And I don't know. I think I love Marion. I think she's she's fine, but nobody... Left that movie. No young girl left that movie wanting to be married. They all wanted to be Indiana Jones. Right. I mean, that would just be probably the dream of many young people out there who saw this movie for the first time.
0: That's interesting, huh? Because
1: well, you get a cool hat. Right. You get a horse. You get, you get your dad, whip. Sean Connery. Right. You have the cool whip. As, and and, as and you get to opposed to cool whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice I did <laughs> Cool whip. Um I and uh you get to like go on this cool like excursion into a booby trapped cave and you get to like walk over what looks like thin air and do all right. these cool things. Right. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. It's a cool yep. adventure. For sure. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that, that you mentioned. Marion as as well. She's a strong female character, mm. but people didn't necessarily want to emulate eh, her.
1: She's still she's a little um, the damsel in distress a little bit. I mean, she fights back, but yeah, she's not as I don't know. She doesn't get to go like she's kidnapped for most of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, but
1: how fun could that be?
0: Well, not very. Yeah, she can drink though. That's true. Maybe that's where you got your inspiration. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's where I learned. Archaeology did didn't work out, but uh, what's this bottle taste like? That's very good. I
1: I think maybe I, I I got my like I can I can fight as hard as you, Spirit, from her, and Princess Leia. Like, let's have a drinking contest. I could totally
0: beat you. Right.
1: I probably got that, but I still would rather be Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because yeah. he's way cooler. Um, so, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, she kind of like like panicky a lot.
2: Hmm. I don't know. She's excitable, that's yeah. for sure.
1: She doesn't really keep her cool very well. Right. Yeah. Oh, well.
0: And that's interesting because with the notable exception of snakes... Indy always keeps his cool.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always fun to watch him lose his cool for the one thing that really freaks him out. Right. I like that scene. Yeah. (laughs) I like how you can clearly see the plexiglass in that scene. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's one of the the greatest (laughs) continuity errors, uh, production mistakes, and cinematic history.
1: (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's
0: an F-bomb in this movie.
1: There is. I
0: swear to God that there is an f bomb, in this movie. So
1: I when I I mean I probably never noticed it when I was a kid.
0: So Marion gets kidnapped in in Cairo, mm-hmm. and Indy's running around the streets, trying to find her in the basket that the guys are right, carrying right. away. And he like runs down a street and turns a corner, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, he clearly says. But the whole thing. the whole thing. Yeah.
1: Like just that one word or does he say? Just that. Huh. Oh, man, I wish we had a clip of this. Yeah. Yeah. I I would have to go back and
2: watch.
0: Yep. And I know that we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves uh, because we're supposed to be talking about Raiders today and not Temple of Doom. But Temple of Doom is the primary reason why they came up with the PG-13 movie rating. Oh, really? Yes.
1: So it was just PG before then? It was PG. So why? Because of the swearing?
0: Well, because of the language and the violence and especially the heart thing.
1: Oh, yeah, the heart thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, these movies, when I was when I was a kid, there were definitely a few scenes that, that scared me, mainly the guy turning into a skeleton and then dying. Yeah. Um, that was terrifying. Um it was just like creepy things like that that would freak me out Mm so i mean really like the the nazis in general were like scary but not not like i didn't understand how bad they were when i was you know and then the other scary part is when the angel of death comes right i still kind of am like (laughs) when i see that part
0: sure yeah
1: (laughs) it's freaky um
0: yeah it's a rough pg movie
1: it is it is, yeah i never thought it's about how it's PG. Rough. yeah
0: because there is there's language in it yeah and there's blood. there's some
1: violence there's some fighting yeah. yeah i mean like a lot of the, beating the up helicopter or not it. the
0: helicopter the plane yeah the mechanic yeah. walks into the oh prop. my
1: god yeah yeah yeah
0: i haven't shown this movie to alex yet. i
1: would wait on that yeah because yeah.
0: there's it's, definitely some violence in yeah. there yeah, I mean, I was only How six when he? I saw it. He's six. Okay, yeah. And it came out in 1980, and I that I was six then, and I saw it. Yeah. And I did okay, but I remember being scared by.
1: Yeah. By the that, Nazis that melting the and the face exploding, creepy. and yeah,
0: the, yeah, that scene. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always get freaked out by that. Whenever they have somebody fly through an engine of a plane, mm-hmm. that always freaks me out. Yeah. I'm always like, oh god. Yeah, that's,
0: that's pretty gross. rough.
2: That's
1: gross. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would definitely say that maybe, like, a 10-year-old or a 9-year-old would be able to see this. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. But they would have to be—it would have to be a kid. Like, no offense to my cousins. They probably aren't listening to this. My younger cousins, but none of them would have the guts to watch this movie. I don't think they've seen enough, like, of the genre to be able to, like, you know—I think it would freak them out too much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But— I don't know. It's a good one, though, for a, for a young kid. As long as you're not too young. Right. I think it's a great movie for, like, a 9 or 10-year-old to see.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. it's got, like... I mean, it kind of it kind of is the first, like, nerdy, smart guy turns hero. I mean, I guess not Peter Parker. But, you know, like, he's one of those original, like, I'm a college professor, nerd guy who knows a lot and I'm really smart. But then again, I'm also like, a kick-butt hero who, you know, beats up Nazis. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So you get to see some smart, like, prevail for
0: once. Yeah, that's a really good point. It, It is a really good gateway into intense action and intense realistic action. But he is really smart, and he, I would say... For the most part, even though he gets into a lot of fights, for the most part, he's using his brains to get out of situations. Yeah, he's
1: he's a better thinker than he is a fighter. Like he, you know, a lot of times he's like, like, I don't want to, you yeah, know, like kind of dodging fights as much as he can. But then I was just going to say that he definitely succeeds in in finding what he needs at the end because of his smarts, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he because... He, any of the Nazis, if they would have tried, you know, they would have been able to get through it if they were just like strong enough or whatever. But he had the, he had the intelligence behind it that he could have figured it out and used his brain. Mm-hmm. So he like, he decoded his father's writings into what was right in front of him, which took right. some Yeah, starts. and Last Crusade, yeah. that whole thing. That, that one, yeah.
0: That goes down. Do you watch Big Bang Theory?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay.
0: Did you see the episode uh, three, four weeks ago or so where Sheldon and Amy get into a fight because she watches Raiders for the first time and she totally poo-poos it and it's one of Sheldon's no. favorite movies. No,
1: I well, I only watch like reruns of it whenever I'm oh, okay. whenever I can. Yeah.
0: So the whole the whole premise uh of the episode that, that spawns the fight yeah. is uh, they watch the movie together and she brings up a very valid point, What is it? which is ultimately Indiana Jones is completely meaningless to the resolution of Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: I'm trying to think.
0: Because things would have ended up exactly the same without Indiana Jones.
1: The oh, Nazis, because the Nazis, the Nazis find would have it. found yeah. the ark, yeah,
0: and they would have opened it up, yeah, and all the Nazis would have died, yeah, <laughs> regardless of Indiana. <laughs> he, Jones. he
1: just like kicked a bunch of butt for no reason, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome because <laughs> he didn't even like. Well, I guess at the end they they box it up. That was the only. That would be the that only would be thing. the only thing because then it prevents further, you know, damage.
2: Right. I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Isn't that good though? That's
1: funny, and I realize too that I always mix up Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade. I am always mixing those two up.
0: Oh, I'm so stupid. They're really but similar. They're
1: similar because they're like the whole. They both don't they both have like all the booby traps and the like. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of the same and tropes the, and the religious artifact yeah, f- of
0: infinite power yeah, and yeah and all of that. I stuff. always do that, yeah. but
1: yeah, um, definitely. That's hilarious. She's totally right. Cause I bet I could totally yeah. picture that scene. Like Sheldon be like, but
0: yeah. Uh. And it totally ruins the movie for him. Yeah. So the rest of the episode is him trying to exact revenge on her by trying to ruin a movie that she likes. Or, oh or my it's a uh, little house on the prairie. Nice. Like he tries to piss all over that show. Of course it's little house. Yeah. on the
1: Prairie. Oh my God. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing.
0: So if you guys haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. That's, that's a good. good. That's a good episode. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so I think we need to hit a little trivia oh, about. Raiders. I'm gonna
1: fail at all because, like I said, these movies like meld together for me. Well,
0: no, no, that, that's fine. I mean, not not about the plot. Okay. Um, but just one of the things that uh, I guess is widely known at at this point, for the most part, it's on Wikipedia after all, mm-hmm. is that Tom Selleck was yeah. originally the pick for the, the role. mustache. And he had his commitments to Magnum P.I., I I guess. Mm -hmm. And so he couldn't do it.
1: Can you imagine Indy with, like, a giant mustache?
0: Oh, yeah. He wouldn't even need the whip. No. He could just beat the crap out of people with the mustache.
1: step on them because he's super tall. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yep. I could not picture it. (laughs) No. Yeah. I mean, it would be a totally different movie.
0: Yeah, it really would. It
1: would be... It would Not be totally different. As good. Yeah, it would be totally different. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Harrison Ford has the perfect balance of like goofy and adorable, but also like um, strong and and able to fight. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of does those like with the snakes and stuff. Like he does those scenes with funny facial express expressions, mm-hmm. and um, you know he pulls off being a little bit less serious pretty well. But um but I think he also is just kind of like he's the perfect balance between like serious and and not so serious. And right. I think Tom Selleck would just not. He would not be that same balance. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it would be it would come off as cheesy.
1: Yeah, it would definitely come off as cheesy. And yeah. and Harrison Ford pulls it off like um he he pulls it off endearingly.
0: Right, right. Not That's a good way of yeah. putting it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so this is uh, a a joint collaboration between George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Story by George Lucas, directed by Spielberg. Love it. Yeah,
1: needs to happen more often.
0: Yeah, they. You know that. I am glad you mentioned that. Yeah, because I think in a lot of ways that really was a missed opportunity.
1: Yeah. Could Have been a good partnership,
0: yeah. They could have done what else did so they do? Just Indiana
1: together. Jones is that it? I wonder if I
0: say yeah and I'm wrong, then I'm gonna feel like a dummy because, yeah, I know I should know this. Um, of course, they did eventually get together and make uh Crystal Skull, and that was not oh super let's not talk about but it, but I think too much time had passed, but like plus Shia LaBeouf, wasn't it? I think they might have co-produced a few things together, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, think about if, like, they had been making movies together, like, all during the 80s.
1: I mean, yeah, it would have been amazing. Yeah. I'm looking at his filmography. I don't really know.
0: Yeah, I don't.
1: The Land Before Time, he did that?
0: Yeah, he's produced a ton of stuff Spielberg has.
1: Yeah, so anyway, um yeah, yeah it would have been really awesome. Yeah. I think I think I mean, I think um he, he makes a he does a really good job of making a a classic movie. Right. Just like watchable by everybody and just you know, like like I said before, the good balance of everything is in it. He does a really good job of that. I mean, E.T. is another example of that. And just, you know, The Land Before Time is a cartoon, but I would totally watch that right now because it's such a good movie. And and I think he does a really good job of of making that happen. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know about George Lucas doing that. I mean, he does for, like, the original Star Wars are good, but, like, as far as family-friendly and you know, appreciated by many people, but I think him and Steven Spielberg make a good team. They kind of balance each other out.
0: It, it feeds fuel to the fire for the, the theory that George Lucas is a better idea person than a director. Yeah. And it feeds fuel to the concept that he's better When he works in collaboration with someone else rather than working unchecked and getting everything the way he wants. I think so, too. Yeah.
1: That's a widely acknowledged theory. Mm -hmm. I'm on that boat.
0: Yeah. I think more and more I I have to go along with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I will never be as rough on George Lucas as a lot of people are. Yeah. Because I think... Okay, even if you don't like the prequels, and there's plenty of reasons to not like the prequels, you have to respect and appreciate the contributions creatively and technically that he made to the filmmaking yeah. art. yeah. And he gets a lot of bonus points from me because of that. Yeah. And to cap it all off when he sold lucasfilm to disney for four billion dollars and change or whatever it was he gave the vast majority of that money to education yeah so yeah george you screwed up with jar jar (laughs) and maybe even screwed up with kingdom of the crystal skull yeah but you know what you just gave away billions of dollars so for education and I think that's pretty no pretty for sure okay.
1: I mean I think people would be way less harsh on him if they weren't so crazy about Star Wars right like people right. just freak out because they want the same yeah. every time Yeah. and it's just not I mean nobody can be that consistent
0: right you right.
1: can't like that's just you have one really awesome idea, and you make some you make some really great movies, and then you're screwed forever because you constantly have to live up to that. You know, right? It's like I don't know. He does a pretty good job, I think. Yeah, pretty awesome job. Yeah. So yeah, but I I do think that he has his strengths, and he doesn't always you know he doesn't always work with them as much as yeah. he should.
0: Yeah. Well, he definitely nails Raiders. Yeah. And talk about one of the greatest opening sequences Uh in all of movies. Yeah. You've got the booby traps and the tension and then the boulder Mm -hmm. and uh, naked, partially naked butts (laughs) of... (laughs) Natives (laughs) Natives <laughs> chasing after you with
2: poison yeah. darts. Yeah.
1: It's just all over the place. If only you love spoke it. Jovitos. Yeah. Oh, man. That giant boulder. That ride at Disney World. I mean, not ride. The show at Disney World. I love World. that show. I remember that show. Yeah. When I, was affra- when I was little, I was afraid of like a lot of things. And one of those things was loud noises. So that show kind of freaked me out. But I still really liked it the whole time. I just plugged my ears the whole time because mm-hmm. all the explosion sounds were freaking me out. But... <laughs> I loved that. It was so good. Yeah. I hope they still do it, do they?
0: Yeah, as far as I know. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. For sure. And uh Yeah, it's just great. And uh, we should talk about the music too. Oh yeah. Oh. John Williams. Yeah
1: does it again yeah. no this was another one of those soundtracks that made me want to be a musician i think like a classical you know the it got me into classical music
2: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
1: movie soundtracks were the stepping stone into classical music and this is one of those soundtracks yeah for sure um i mean you can't beat it he constantly turns out these themes that are just so cool and like fit the movie so well and I mean, yeah, people are people always say stuff about John Williams too about how he like rips off of classical composers, but like Mahler and and Wagner, but who doesn't do that? Right. I mean, you you can't eternally create brand new things. Like you have to start somewhere and why not use music of the greats to inspire you to create more? Right. Especially Mahler and Wagner, no one was better at creating like power than they were you know and I mean I don't think that his I mean some of his music does kind of sound similar to some Wagner themes but that's awesome yeah that's only a good thing
0: yeah I don't I don't have a problem
1: I don't have a problem with it at all I always would laugh about how it's not copying it's quoting
0: right you're quoting music
1: which composers do all the time right all the time and you know I think people just get like snotty about him because he's so successful.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, that's a huge part of why a small group of people choose to poo-poo. Yeah, what what he does is it's just jealousy, or or even if they are not themselves aspiring composers, it's just that that unfortunate human nature thing to uh, dismiss anything that's successful just because it's regarded as being successful
1: yeah um i was just thinking about Hans zimmer who i think is a totally different example Uh uh-huh because yeah he doesn't copy other composers he copies himself right which is not okay he recycles stuff right john williams every single soundtrack he does is totally different i mean the theme for indiana jones is very different than star wars and Harry Potter is way more different than any of those. I mean, everything develops in its own way and it has its own theme to mm-hmm. it. But I, I, Hans Zimmer, I honestly cannot tell what I'm listening to when I'm listening to yeah. it. It's the same every time. Yeah. Like the jungle drums that he does in like every single, like,
2: doom, to doom, doom, to doom,
1: doom. It's like, jeez, come
2: on. Right.
1: Do something else, man. Mm -hmm. Percussionists are tired of playing the same rhythm over and over again. If you could maybe vary it a little bit, that would be cool. Well, except
0: with Hans Zimmer, it's not percussionist. It's a sample on a loop.
1: Yeah, and that is not cool. Because who, I mean, percussionists are looking for that gig where they get to whack the crap out of some giant toms and just like play them really hard.
2: Right, right.
1: Why would you take that away from them? Right. (laughs) It's not okay. Yeah.
0: Actually, I'm I'm partially kidding because I know that there are plenty of scores where Zimmer has like eighty or hundred hundred yeah. musicians or whatever. But yeah, it, it, that's a that's an interesting thing too because John Williams sounds like John Williams in almost every score, mm-hmm. and some of them have some similarities, particularly in in certain periods. He'll kind of continue to explore uh, certain harmonies or 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 whatever but they are pretty unique. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other guys like Zimmer mm-hmm. it it really is more of a straight up copy and paste of it's like of he, their last project. Yeah,
1: it's like he has a binder and every every tab on the binder is a different emotion and he has a score in that piece. So like it'll be like drama with high action and then you flip to that and you just like take it with your scissors and cut it out and put it on the score that you're using. And then he takes like sweeping violins and then he puts that same melody. And then he takes like p- pizzicato violins, like creepily creeping yeah. up the chromatic scale. And then, you know, it's like right. the same. Every time he wants the same emotion, he does the same thing. Right. And I'm done ripping on him. Sorry. Yeah. but That's should, all right. Yeah. Any,
0: anybody who doesn't believe us, here's what you do. You go and listen to John Williams' score to Superman from 1978 or whenever that yeah. movie came out. And then you go to listen to Hans Zimmer's score for Man of Steel. Yeah. And you tell me oh which one God. of those freaking scores you come out of the yeah. your living room humming after.
1: Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, and here's, a, here's one more word for you. Jaws. Da-da. Two notes. Da-da. And everyone freaks out. I mean, come on. Right. You're taking an interval... It's like Beethoven's Fifth. I mean, it's not as great, obviously. But the whole thing with the Fifth is like, you know, the interval. It's mm-hmm. all about the interval. Mm-hmm. With with Jaws, it's all about that minor second that's just like creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just took it and he made it yeah. into a creepy soundtrack.
0: Yeah. You know, the funny thing about uh, the opening motif to the Fifth Symphony mm-hmm. is it comes across as... Triple it two, mm-hmm. but it's not. I know. They're pickup notes. I know.
1: Same thing with uh, Ride of the Valkyries, with that everyone goes bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. Like, But it's actually, uh, it's in like 12-8. And it's like, dun, uh, wait, now I gotta think of it. Na, 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 it's like a sweeping eight oh, okay. type of measure. So it's not that same. Everyone sings it in right. like. In square beats, but it's not, and it drives me nuts.
0: Interesting, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not triple it two, it's and four and one. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Get it right. If you listen
1: to it, you'll know because wait, when you listen to it, you're like, "That's way slower than I thought it was." You know,
2: it's Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it's because
1: you've been singing it wrong all these years. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! And the best part about that, like, I mean. It's cool that people are even thinking about it, but there's always those few, those few um, classical pieces that everyone remembers. That, like, it's just like, okay, expand your mind a little bit and move on from something else. Obviously, they're great, but right. you know, there's more Beethoven than just that.
0: Yeah, there's nine of them. Yeah, all nine. Yeah, and that's just the symphonies. Yeah, same thing with John Williams. Yeah, so there's a, there's a great breadth of work there. Oh yeah, but yeah, he he really helps. Sell the the excitement mm-hmm. of the movie, mm-hmm. and again, just like Star Wars, great sound effects. Mm-hmm. The sound design in Raiders is fantastic.
1: I need to really re-watch with the purpose of like paying attention to that, yeah, more. Because Star Wars, I definitely have like really focused on sound design, which is phenomenal, but mm-hmm. um. I don't know if I've ever really, like, done that with any of the Indiana Jones movies. Just sat there and really listened to the sound design of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's really uh, good—the gunshots are really well done. Mm -hmm. Um, All the vehicles Mm -hmm. sound great. And uh, there's a lot of punching. Oh, yeah. In in Raiders (laughs) of the Lost Ark. And they did—I think they did a lot of those where they would just, like, uh, they would beat the crap out of meat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rocky style. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could I could easily just listen to mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. without even seeing the picture. Yeah. And really yeah. really get a lot out of it.
1: Yeah. I think I think that's true of a lot of Lucasfilm stuff. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you gotta love the the in media ray. Yeah. Uh, opening. Did I say that right? Yeah. OK. And, uh, you know, so we do that and then we get just enough exposition to know that, OK, yeah, he's uh, a college professor. Right. And in some ways, Indiana Jones is kind of. Well, that's here's the question, right? Is <laughs> is Professor Jones the art, the alter ego yeah. or is. Indiana Jones.
1: I know. I that's a good question. Yeah. Which one's the real man? I would have to say that it seems more like Professor Jones is the alter yeah. ego. Like yeah. when he's doing that, when he's like at his school gig,
0: he looks uncomfortable.
1: He looks like he's like is anyone going to find out that I recently like killed a bunch of Nazis? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. He he seems to be more at ease when he's Indiana Jones. Right. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I wonder what his transformation process is. <laughs> like, if he goes in a phone booth and comes out, right? Or if he like spins in a circle really
2: fast,
0: yeah. <laughs> and then he has a hat on. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> he transforms like Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: that could um, work with the whole lasso whip. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah
1: my my dad has a a cool hat, kind of like Indiana Jones's. Well, he used to have one that was more like his, and now his is a little different, but he's a hat guy. And um, he also looks like a redhead Harrison Ford. Oh, really? Yeah, well, kind of. My, yeah, he kind you can of see does, actually. Yeah. yeah, I've seen pictures of With glasses dad. off, you can definitely see. But um, my cousin Karen, when we were little, I mean, Karen, my cousin, is my age. She's actually like a few months younger than me. But um, when we were little, she brought it up. And everyone was like, what? I mean, she had to have been probably six years old when she said that my dad looked like Han Solo. And it was like, from that's like our joke now. Was, yeah. Dad is Harrison Ford. Yeah. There was this. And I bet your
0: mom was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, I don't even. My mom's not a nerd enough to be able to say that. But... <laughs> um, There was this one time, I totally will never forget this, that my dad was like working on the roof and he had the hat on Mm -hmm. and his shadow was cast into the backyard with like the hat and he was standing on the roof. And I was like,
2: "Ah! (laughs) it's Indiana Jones (laughs) at my house. It was hilarious.
1: I should have taken a picture. Actually, I did take a picture um, in Europe because we were looking at these like in. uh Oh, man. Was this in Vienna? Yeah, it was in Vienna. There's like this um, area where they left some of the ruins that had been built over. And Mm -hmm. it was like way low, dug down into this big chasm. And we were standing over it. And our shadows were um, showing on the, you know, whatever ruins were there. And I was like, Dad, don't move. And I took a picture of us. And it's awesome because he has his hat on. And it, it looks like I'm standing there with Indiana Jones. That's
2: great. It's pretty
1: cool. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. So if anyone wants to hire him, I'm just going to go ahead and say that he's available.
0: <laughs> available as a Harrison Ford stand-in? Yeah. That's good. I'm going to
1: just put that out there
0: for him. Cool.
1: Maybe that can be his retirement gig. Yeah. Although, now that he gets older, not my dad, but Harrison Ford, they kind of start not looking alike as much. Because hmm. I think Harrison Ford, his nose got way big. Did hmm. you know that men's nose and ears never stop growing?
0: I did not know
1: that. They never stop.
0: I am in deep trouble. <laughs> I'm in deep trouble. That's
1: why all the old men have like giant ears. Do you ever notice how big <laughs> ears are in old yes, men?
0: Yes, that's true. I know that the ear hair is an issue. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I think Harrison Ford's nose is growing at a faster rate than my dad's, is Very dad's nose. Very interesting. Dad's nose. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. true. Yeah. I don't know about women. I don't think, it, I don't think it's the case with women. I think yeah. it's just men. I don't know why. I read that once when I was a kid. Hmm. And then I started looking at all the old people and I was like, whoa, it's true. Because the ears on old men are like the size of their cheeks. Yeah. They're
0: huge. Yeah, it's true. Some of them are So huge. good luck. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <coughs> can I bind them somehow, maybe? I don't
1: know. Maybe you can like mold them and, and then like put like a like a um, retainer on them at Maybe night. Maybe I
0: need to wear earmuffs at night. Yeah. <laughs> like uh yeah. Uh-oh, I got to get on this. Oh no. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's okay. So, anywho. Um trying to think of other stuff to talk about. Yeah. With these movies.
0: I mean, so Marion is she's feisty. Mm. She can she can hold her own. Yeah, she gets captured. Yeah. Um what about Sala? Um. What do you think about Sala? I
1: don't know. What do you think?
0: I think he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's John Rhys Davies, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I mean, I always love John Rhys Davies. He has a big nose.
0: Yes, he does. That man
1: has a giant nose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he is great. I love him. I think he's hilarious. He is not just the comedic relief. He is also a pretty good character in his own, right. I think.
0: Yeah. They make him a little bit more. I hate to say buffoonish. Yeah, but he, he's more a little, buffoonish in Last Crusade. Yeah, then he comes back
1: as more of like a "Hey, remember me?" Bro? You know, right. and it's like okay, well, you could have done with less than that, but right. But yeah, he. I like him a lot. I like how he kind of joins them for part of the adventure and stuff, and you know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's good. Um, Good bad guys in this too.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Belloc, an, an evil archaeologist. <laughs> I
1: mean, wait, does he have a black hat? I'm trying to think.
0: No, that's no. the other guy. That's the German guy. Oh okay. All right. Belloc is the is the French.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. 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 Yep.
1: Yeah, with the car. Oh yeah, I love that scene when they're when they're um in the car chase kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Is that in this movie too? Yeah. See, oh, yeah. I told you, I'm always like flipping these movies around.
0: That is kind of like one big adventure.
1: It is. I mean, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I think I probably saw them all near the same time. So, mm-hmm. um, is this the one where they have the car chase with the tank? Yes. Yeah. The that's the scene I'm trying to well, talk about. When he's like on the. Um,
0: no. 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 That's, They're not, that's they don't fight crusade. on the tank. That's Last yeah. Crusade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This one has the big chase scene with the truck.
1: Oh yeah. Where
0: Indy ends up out on the grill of the truck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh <laughs> like uses his whip to get underneath it. Yeah, I love that. And gets pulled along. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: His faces that he makes are just hilarious. Yeah. I love Harrison Ford. Um man, I'm I'm feeling like I'm failing.
0: Yeah, and I love when the when the Nazi gets thrown out the windshield, and he tries oh, yeah. to do the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: whoopsies! Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's awesome. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. So, uh, Wolf Collar is Colonel Dietrich. That's the guy that, like, looks at the angel, right? Yeah, and he. And refuses to be humble.
0: Well, yeah, he's one of them that gets. Mm-hmm. So Belloc's... Bellox's face explodes. Okay, yeah. Uh I I don't know how you pronounce it because they never actually say his name in the movie, but uh it's uh uh Tot T O H T Okay. He's the one that gets uh, the the uh, the major. medallion burned on his yeah th- onto his hand. His he's hand the hand one hand. whose face whose uh face melts,
1: yeah, he's been golfed and that's the creepy part that's yeah. the part that I was afraid of, Because, I, yeah. like, I mean a exploding face is like oh yeah, melting a little too detailed,
0: but the melting one looks really <laughs> fake,
1: oh yeah, but still when you're a kid, you're like <laughs> mm mm-hmm. um. Oh, my God. Wait, let's read this right now. Spielberg wanted him to be a cyborg with a metal arm that could transform into a flamethrower and machine gun.
0: (laughs) Say what? That would be great. Yeah.
1: Lucas rejected that as too far-fetched. That's going to be a good call. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any uh, thoughts or questions?
1: I just, um, no, no. No, I don't. I just wish that I could be an archaeologist.
0: Yeah. I can remember going to Sunday school and asking my Sunday school teachers about the Ark.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like, so did this really exist? Where is it? Does the the army actually have it? I mean, like, is it boxed up somewhere? What do you think? Area 51? (gasps) It's got to be there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't so much like that because I knew, like, the movie wasn't real, but it, 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 prompted me to, like, go to Sunday school and ask questions about the Ark and do we know where it is and yeah stuff.
1: I mean, what does the legend say? What did they tell you? What was their answer?
0: It's it's actually pretty much what they say in the movie, which is the Ark was lost and then it was found and then, like, lost again and nobody knows Yeah, where uh, it is.
1: It's probably in some, like... Basement somewhere, yeah, underneath a hospital or something, yeah, like an old hospital that's been there for a really long time
0: and the the thing that I actually don't know is boy we're we're talking about Nazis and uh religious stuff in the yeah. same episode, but <laughs> I don't know oh, yes. if the existence of the Ark of the Covenant is corroborated in any historical documents outside of religious texts.
1: Yeah. I don't know either. Um, I think, okay. So, but according to the Bible, it it was, it was ordered to be created by God. So it's possible that like it actually was created by, by, you know, like somebody built it. Right. Instead of just like Noah's Ark where we don't think that really actually happened, you know? um, Unless some dude named Noah had like a ton of wood in his backyard and really
0: used it, right?
1: Um, but no, I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. Um,
0: because because there there are certain things there are in, artifacts that in are... yeah in in religious history that are independently verified outside of right. of what we see historical in yeah the Bible. And yeah, I don't know if, if I mean I've Ark been to is the Vatican. One
1: of them. I've seen a lot of like relics and stuff that are supposedly, right? You know, things from legends or whatever. Right. But um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a really cool question. Hmm. But that's um, interesting. That's stuff that really, really, really intrigues me. I find the okay. This is totally unrelated. Can I go on a tangent? Sure, do it. Okay. I think that I am extremely interested in anything that is mildly related to like religion and or um, uh, like why we exist, not just like in a religion sense, but in like a like a uh, not supernatural. But we're talking like like um, anything related to this world and the spirit world, you know? Right. And I think anything like that is like super interesting to me. Um, It probably comes down to the fact that I was raised Catholic and went through a lot. I went through a lot of like religious education. Right. And it's something that everyone I think is probably always like, I don't know. Is it true? Is it not true? Uh," But I don't know, like things like um, like movies that have a background in religion are kind of cool to me. Yeah, Like these stories, a lot of like the Holy Grail and, you know, the Ark of the Covenant, they're all these like religious artifacts that, I don't know, it's just like a really cool thing to think about. I wonder how much of this is legend, how much is real. I just, I think I'm interested in like legends in general, especially if they're related to religion. Right. You right. know, historically.
0: Yeah, I but. can, I, I totally get that. And I, that's, I, I share that sentiment and that's kind of what, what I was getting at too, which is, uh, I also am interested in in hearing about um, things that we we ascribe to religions, whatever those religions may be, and seeing if they're independently verified through uh, through secular mm-hmm. uh, historical documentation. So there's that, but then there's also. Which gets into a much larger um faith based thought process that uh is obviously very controversial, which is like is are certain things that, that we ascribe as being uh religious in nature or whatever, uh how how do we reconcile those things and explain them with science?
1: Yeah. I want to, my uh, reaction is to want to continue this discussion, but I think it's just going to get too deep (laughs) for a nerd novice. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I think that's probably why I'm drawn to like supernatural stories because part of it is because like if you're skeptic, which I think I am partially a skeptic, um, it's interesting to think about it a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I probably think about it more than someone who's very firm in their belief.
2: Right. Right.
0: So Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, I'm I'm happy to just regardless of what anybody believes or what I believe, because I don't even know what I believe sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But it's just an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Whew. Word up on that. Yeah.
1: Fist bump. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That deserves a little bit of a... Dry hand, wintertime fist bump.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, I'm bleeding. (laughs) Yeah, my knuckles are entering the phase of of winter where I move slightly and they tear open. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So that'll be fun. Oh, man. Things are coming full circle. We started this podcast off in the winter a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And now we're coming back to that phase.
0: Yes, we are. And that's a perfect seasons. time, yeah. Perfect time to close it. I think so. So next week, we're going to continue Indiana Jones month, mm-hmm. which is really Indiana Jones two episodes, yeah, weeks. Because we're going to take yeah. uh, take Thanksgiving week off, yeah. But next week, we're going to uh, talk about Temple of Doom, yeah. and Last Crusade, yeah. and give them their due. And
1: it'll give me a little bit of an opportunity to talk more generally and not feel like such an idiot and missing plot points. Ah,
0: that's fine. I can kind of like talk about. It's them. all the same. It's yeah. all just Indiana Jones. Yeah.
1: I yeah. Anyway. So, this has been fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Now I want to go buy a hat.
0: Bye, go. <laughs> There's the door.
2: Okay. See you next week. All right, see ya. Bye. <laughs>